All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. As always, I'm your host, Justin Allen, and this is Moses Wartooth. And we got some stuff for you today. So, Moses, I want you to go ahead and lead us, man, because I know you got some stuff you want to get off your chest real fast, right? Yeah, we're going to start off by uh, talking about our U.S. military and how they are failing us all. Well, well, well. Yeah, what a goddamn <laughs> surprise, but... To be, it's not the troops' fault. It's the higher ups, as always. Yeah, that's so, always the point, right? Yeah, like it's, it's, it's never the never the bat, never the never the boots on the ground. It's not their fucking yeah. fault. So, isn't it funny how that works? Yeah, typical. <laughs> Same could be said about most organizations, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll start off with the army. There, as of last year, they were down fifteen thousand recruits, and twenty twenty three is looking to be worse than that. 15,000 recruits, like 15,000 soldiers. 15,000 short. Yeah, short of their even short of their recruitment goal. So their quota. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, man. So like in That's the past a lot. in the past they will in the further past they've always exceeded that shit every time. Yeah, 100%. And now like recently like they're saying it's tied to COVID, which I can understand. Just because they say when all the lockdowns led to obesity, led to lower test scores from shutting down schools, shutting down everything, people just getting fucking complacent, lazy, stupid. Drug use has increased. Of course, you got to be yeah. drug free. You at least <laughs> yeah. have to pass a drug test to get in there. Yeah, everybody I know now is like at least smoking weed. Something. Like way more to a whole other level yeah. than what I thought. I was like, holy shit, you know? But I, I think like for me personally, man, like I kind of think, you know, those, you know, the pandemic or whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> Quote unquote pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it kind of showed people like there's other ways to make money. For sure. You know? And do you think that has a problem with it? No, because I think people are too lazy. If they can't even join the fucking military, they're not going to go out and become an entrepreneur. Like they're <laughs> going to start a fucking coffee shop or something. I was thinking more of like uh, Uber Eats, <laughs> you know, as far as like delivering. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> well, that's very. Po- I mean, that's possible. Like make your own schedule, do your own shit. You know, be hey, your own boss. I, right? I can't bitch about that. <laughs> I, know, I know that's what we enjoy. You ever used Uber Eats? Um, I mean. I've I've had the service. I've never I don't have the app, and I've never actually paid anyone to come deliver food to my house. I mean, look at me, man. I'm guilty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I'm telling you, like I fucking hate the goddamn Uber Eats and uh, Uber Eats and Door DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. And uh, I hate them both, man, because it's so expensive. <laughs> like it basically oh, yeah. doubles the price of your food, pretty much. But you're paying that convenience tax. Whoo, man! I'm telling you, like when I get done with like school, like doing my job stuff and everything, man. Like at the end of the day, I'm just like fuck i do not want to cook and i'm telling you all i gotta do is open that app and beep boop beep and then like damn there's a there's a large pepperoni pizza right there at the door and they got it set up now you can do contactless uh delivery or whatever you can, you can be like leave it at the door <laughs> like, twice and I, go don't, away. I don't even want to talk to you <laughs> like i don't have to yeah. see you which is like the best like i don't know well capitalist. covid contributed to that shit too <laughs> like there's there's also been like okay so my water my water company, for instance, yeah. used to, you could go in there to pay your bill ever since COVID happened. Okay. That shit has been over for a couple of years now. The lockdown stuff, like you sure. still can't enter that building. They just, they were like, cause they got used. <laughs> they were like, man, this is badass. Like, Same thing with doctors doing teleconference calls. Oh, that happened dude, to that me. That shit is shot through the roof. I was like, why is this a thing, dude? Why can't I just go and pay my money? Cause I was like really sick and I was like, I yeah. need to see somebody, mm-hmm. man. I mean, you know, the stuff I had going on and yeah. everything. And she was like, well, let's do a teleconference. And I was just like, 
I think I'm actually dying. Like, right how now. are they going to diagnose me through a fucking phone screen that's three inch? Like, <laughs> they, they can see my face, maybe. Fuck them, dude. I don't know, man. Dude, it's all <clears throat> laziness. So you think, uh, going back to the army, man, you think the army's just like totally fucked? The military in general. The army yeah. was the, they were, they fell the shortest, which actually they have the lead, they had like the easiest fucking requirements to get in. Oh, I remember when I'm, so, like we were, around the time we were joining and stuff, like that was like one thing, the army was like hawking. The army was us. like, do you have a fucking pulse? You're good to go, bud. Like yeah, we'll dude. get you out now. Cause we actually scored like fairly high on like the ASVAB and stuff. Like contrary to what you I may I was going to say, contrary <laughs> to what we may talk about now, you motherfuckers, <laughs> we're smarter than we think. We're smarter than we talk. <laughs> I think I scored like a 90 on that shit. Yeah. And then I was, our, I was like. I was high eighties. Yeah, yeah, like which is like insane because you look at the average. I, I I don't even remember what the average was then, but I think it was like in the forties. And we still did grunt work, basically. Too, like. <laughs> yeah, we ended up do, basically like army jobs, yeah, dude, like yeah. in the air force. <laughs> we were like, "Fuck, <laughs> this sucks, dude." Like when I got deployed to Iraq, and I was like literally like with the army, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh, I fucked oh, up." Oh, Manuel labor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So aside from the army. Dude, a great idea to have their digital ambassador so it's a dude but he's a crossdresser and performs drag shows and that's like so that they try to use that as a recruitment tool for um, the navy i'm sorry man i gotta cut you off you said it's a dude who's a crossdresser yeah that so, officially works for the navy he is the official digital ambassador is his title what the fuck is a digital ambassador i don't know but he's probably the guy that's gonna have to teach jordan peterson how to fucking talk right on the internet <laughs> is a re-education yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm waiting on those videos coming out for jordan peterson because he said like if he has to go to disciplinary board which he's planning on mm -hmm. uh that he's uh going to put it all on youtube oh that's good yeah he like, should just film that shit live well it is filmed live that's in, awesome. in canada but he's gonna like publish I'll it to his own it. page Right Which on. he has millions and millions of followers. Dude, I can't, I can't wait to watch that. We're, oh, we're going to have to do a video yeah. on that shit. Yeah, just watch it like, and we just like commentate on yeah. it. I don't know, man. That's uh, pretty ballsy for the Navy to do, man. And it's, But it's failing. Like, Of course, dude. <sighs> at the like, end of the day, man, like the majority of like service members typically lean more conservative. Exactly. So there's that. Because the goddamn conservative party typically backs up the fucking military yeah. more. Like they but, pay our like there's they give our goddamn paychecks out. But then again, it's almost like these idiots forget that like you're in the business of killing people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're in the business of winning. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> I would remind people like when we, like when I was in the Air Force and stuff, like, you know, my job, we, we were building bombs, right? And they would always talk about like diversity and inclusion and like blah, 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 like feeling safe and like all this other stupid shit. And I would just be I mean, which those things are important. Don't get me wrong, to some degree. To an extent. To some degree. Yes, exactly. With limitations. But at the end of the day, that dude. That can't be like the main priority. And that's what they were making it. it was yeah. the main priority, yeah. dude. And I would just like, I would make the quote unquote joke, right? Of like, <laughs> hey, you know, we're literally in the business of killing people, right? And then it was just like, oh, oh, I can't believe it. I'm like, dude, you built like 12, 500 pound bombs today. Like, where do you think those They're bombs like, I'm are worried going? about feeling safe in my work environment, <laughs> but I'm surrounded by 30,000 pounds of explosives. <laughs> yeah. As long as I'm killing a village of small brown people I never met or otherwise had a problem with, I'm okay. Oh, yeah, with they that. don't think about it, but if yeah. my coworker says something <laughs> stupid to me, I'll get pissed off and cry about it. Yeah, dude. Oh, for fucking sure, dude. But I don't know, man. I, I, I just can't understand. Like, because you know, someone high up in the Navy had to sign off on that. 100%. Yeah. 
Like not that far from the present. But how can they look? How can how can they look any? How can they look them fucking selves in the mirror and be like, "This is a great idea. This, this is a, this is gonna pull troops in. This is a warrior. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, like I thank me for my service. I'm fighting for your freedoms. Yeah, man. God, that shit kind of pisses me off. More I think about it, I, it you, yeah, so you can hear it coming out of my voice. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to get mad about it if you care about America. God like, what's the fuck, it, dude? I just think like the military is one of those old institutions. Of course, it needs to evolve. To some degree. And it has. It but it's has. gone way too fucking far. But it's gone way too... Politics got involved, dude. Yeah. Got to get politics out of that shit, dude. I know the, I know the president's commander-in-chief, but, like, at the end of the day, man, like, all those dudes who run that shit, were, like, they earned their rank and, like, moved up. And like, they were like, hey, like, we shaped this force and but stuff. But that shit's changed now. Now it's more of a fucking ass-kissing ass contest to make rank. Like, you don't... Oh, yeah. you don't you don't promote by doing your job anymore. That's the fucked up part. Yeah, it, that was even happening like when I was in, man. Because I, yeah. I, mean, I got out, what, like two and a half years ago? Three, but say, say, yeah, say yeah. three years ago. And uh, dude, it was like the people who were getting promoted had no idea how to do the job. Dude, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like as soon as you hit E5 to get, E, okay, from E1 to E5, you, that's basically 90% work orientated. Sure. And I, I got out as an E5 too. Same. Put it in, I did too. Yeah. Because at that point, it's fucking dick sucking all around. Like, <laughs> if you, you Isn't that funny how we just kind of were like, uh, nah, we're not doing this shit. And that's how <laughs> like most of my friends, as soon as they hit that level, mm-hmm. they realize what it is and you just get out because you're either going to fucking play the game or you're not. Yeah. It's, it's just a bureaucracy. Dude. It is. It becomes more of a just a regular ass fucking job than being in the military. Yeah, dude. And it's so like, I don't know, but then like people kind of become like, honestly, for lack of better words, like cunts. Yeah. You know, because they realize you can't punch them in the face. So they'll like act like straight up bitches. And yeah. Shit. And just fucking like high school drama level. Like, eh, but he said, and he did yeah, this. And yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like whenever they peaked in high school, cause they yeah, were QB. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're E seven with seventeen, years and they did in. like one deployment to Kuwait, and they're just like, "I'll tell you about war." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you about war. I've seen a thing or two. I've been in Florida for fifteen years, motherfucker. Staff Sergeant Allen, <laughs> just came back from Iraq and had a friend who got killed. Yeah, I'll tell you about yeah, you war. Don't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, like we're making fun of it, but those are like real conversations yeah, that happen yeah. and shit. <laughs> but yeah, and, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like. But I have faith, like, the smartest, most capable people actually end up leaving. I do I do like that to some degree. True. But then where does that leave our military? They got to get better. It forces them to have to get better. Like, what we're going through right now is a natural progression. Like, they have to suck, and it's going to get way worse. Okay, so you think we're, like, on the downward turn, yes. but you do foresee, I guess, once we hit rock bottom, they're going to be like, holy shit, we got to change some stuff. Eventually, there'll be a leader that comes in that just fucking pistol whips them into, like, fucking shape. They're like, do you want the yes. goddamn, do you want to meet our quota or not? Because mm-hmm. here's what we're going to have to do, and here's what we're not going to be able yeah, to Yeah, even beyond, like, quota, it's, like, performance standards. Yeah. You know, like, physical fitness, I mean, like, mental health, like, as far as, like, can you meet the mission? and all that stuff man like there eventually will be like another like general patent that comes along yeah who's just like fuck you i drink a fifth of vodka a day and i walk around with two revolvers on my hips and i can still run a 5k in 17 <laughs> minutes like fuck out yeah. of here because <laughs> historically he was one of the only like uh, he was what five-star general he's one of the only yeah, five-star yeah. generals we ever had like in history he's like you can, i think you can count him on like one hand yeah yeah did you ever go to his grave site in luxembourg no uh, luxembourg no yeah, yeah, I went to, uh, Luxembourg has a really, really badass, and this is, like, super awesome they do this, man. It's almost on par with Arlington National Cemetery, and uh, it is all these troops who died, like, in World War II, mm-hmm. 
and Patton is buried there with his troops. Oh, that's and cool. I went to his like to his gravesite. And it's like the Luxembourgish government like pays for all of it. They keep all of it up and it's just like, hey, like thank you so much for what you did. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And they have like a visitor log too, you sign in and stuff. So it becomes like a historical document of like you actually physically went there and like saw it and everything. Yeah, it's that is yeah. Cool. But he was badass. You know how he died? No. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to gloss over some of the details, but for the most part, he was hanging out with a friend and he was bragging. All right. Like, Oh, here's what we do or whatever. Like smoking a cigar. And he's like already like a bottle of vodka deep. Like he's <laughs> fucked up. Right. And this dude, I mean, he literally would just like wear his helmet. Like it's five stars, like in the circle formation. And he would have like, like revolvers on each hit. Right. <laughs> <It was laughs> like goddamn gunslinger. Yeah. It was like literally, yeah, yeah he <laughs> yeah. was a cowboy dude, yeah. basically. And he'd just be like, ah, like, he just tell people how it was or whatever. And he's driving with his friend or whatever. And he's fucked up. And then he wrecks. And some of the glass out of like the army jeep fucking broke and it fucking slit his throat and he bled, oh, and he bled out and that's how he damn. died. Yeah, and they said that like the, the fact that he was so fucked up like thinned his blood so oh, much so that he just like just shot, out of it. <laughs> shot out like, out of like a goddamn horror movie like <laughs> fountains of blood. But he was like bury me with my men. Hell yeah, you know. So I kind of respected that. I ain't I ain't gonna lie, man. That's, that's like an old school like ship captain. Go down yeah, the ship, like. <laughs> it's like you boys get out of here. I'm gonna handle this. <laughs> yeah, and they're like yeah. firing up a pipe, <laughs> you know, like adjusting their hat, yeah. <laughs> 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 taking that wheel, <laughs> dude. Holy shit! Can you imagine? You know, it's funny. Like now, I think about it. Like, uh, did the captain of the Titanic actually go down with the ship, or did that bitch get on that lifeboat? I th- I think he went down, but I don't know for that. I don't know yeah. that for sure. I need to look that shit up, man. Yeah, that because that'd be interesting. He better have fucking went down with that thing. God. Glorious. Glorious. Could you imagine? That's got to be terrifying, though. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, that water is 33 degrees. I would, <laughs> you know? I would run to the nearest fucking liquor cabinet and just start chugging at that point. Oh, yeah. You remember that story about that guy? Like, uh, I know we're getting like off topic, man. Like, bouncing around. We were talking about that. We're on like, Titanic. You know? Hey, welcome to the Dumpster Diaries podcast. Don't forget to follow us on, and I quote, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, but um, yeah, you remember that story about the guy who like lived? Um, oh, he kept himself warm enough. Yeah, because he drank so fucking much. Because yes. he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna die," and he drank so much fucking liquor that he just stayed warm and yep. he survived in the water for like two hours. And they found his ass. Yep. Everyone else was like frozen, like a solid <laughs> block. He was like, "Hey, get me the fuck out of here." <laughs> I'm tired of hanging. On oh fuck! Computer. I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm wasted. <laughs> Just when you think alcohol alcoholism is entirely bad, ladies and gentlemen. In certain situations, it can save your life. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Way more than not, it kills you. But <laughs> there are those certain situations. Give you weight gain and diabetes and <laughs> yeah. liver failure. Liver failure. But fuck it. If you're going to freeze to death, drink some of that shit. But anyway, man, get back on topic, dude. So the Navy is completely fucked from my understanding, right? At this point, God yeah. damn it, dude. Which makes me like... So I don't really know very much about the Space Force, but I do know one of the guys that I was... He was. I was in the Air Force with him. He is now a recruiter for the Space Force. Mm. So that's kind of cool. It is. Yeah. I, I really don't know. Like, I think they have to do with like satellite type stuff. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not really like, sure what all their jobs even are. Space. Yeah, like space satellites. <laughs> yeah, I, like, like, I just fuck with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like anything that's in space. They're like, like goddamn Galileo and shit. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I've heard like rumors, like, and these are. <clears throat> 
conspiracy theories <laughs> that there are uh, weapons that are basically like satellites that like revolve around the earth and shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely totally 100% conspiracy theories and I did not say anything that I should not have ever said. <laughs> so uh, take that with a grain of salt, ladies and gentlemen. But there may be high-powered weapons like floating around the earth. Subscribe so. if you believe us. <laughs> Give us a like and share. You know? <laughs> Seems to be going pretty well. Our views are going through the goddamn roof. Yeah, apparently we pissed a few people people off you want to talk about that for like two seconds the way it goes (laughs) speaking of uh you know um just pissing people off uh yeah dude i think uh our shit is kind of skyrocketing at least on instagram people are trying to silence us silence us cancel culture is bullshit Mm -hmm. yeah ladies and gentlemen share our shit don't let them drag you down (laughs) we're in this together you know what's funny is like if you actually listen to our show like you realize like how legit our shit is you know like we're extremely open-minded yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're like totally cool about it. Yeah. We're like, oh, cool. Like, I'll hear a difference of opinion. Like, think about it. And like, you and I even disagree on like yeah, some for shit. sure. You know, be like, oh, like, what do you think about this? And talk about it from different angles. But like, our reels, man, that's where it's like, it's if you don't actually like listen to the show and you just watch our reels, <laughs> you are either going to cry laughing or, or hate us, hate our fucking guts. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, dude. But uh, so how that Greta Thunberg is going right now? That real? I don't know. Heard her only fans is boom popping. <laughs> She's twenty, by the way, you motherfucker. She's an yeah, adult. I know, right? <laughs> I was telling my friend about that real, and he was like, "Isn't she a minor?" Like he brought it up, and like that was one of the comments, and I was like, "Yeah, she was a minor like five years ago, dude." Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, "Now she and but, like again, whatever three years just ago." Just because you're on OnlyFans doesn't mean you're showing your fucking shit out. Yeah, there's speak- plenty of other educational things on OnlyFans. Speaking of that, man, should we do the announcement about our uh, OnlyFans debut? Might as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we have some milestones we want to hit, and uh, we've been debating them. You know, I think we're kind of like hovering around, what, 500, maybe 1,000 subscribers on YouTube? Yeah, right? probably 1,000, because at this rate, we're going to hit 500 pretty pretty fucking soon. Yeah. So, so we're, uh, actually, we're, by the time this shit airs, we might hit 500, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because we are actually a little ahead. Yeah. So. Um, but we are going to do a live show on OnlyFans. So if you support Dumpster Diaries, subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> you won't see our dicks unless you pay like extra, extra for that. But <laughs> extra, extra. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't came up with a regular dollar amount for that, but <coughs> know, probably like what three dollars. If, <laughs> if you drop six dollars, I'll show my nutsack <laughs> on camera. Like I don't give a fuck. But I just think it'd be hilarious. Like if like I don't know, I've never been on OnlyFans. I mean, we gotta do our research, figure out how the fuck that platform works because we're on like what, you just how many scan your ID. Is that all it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty fucking simple. Um, but like, I just imagine like it being like a YouTube page where it's just, like all these like thumbnails, cam and, girls like, and shit. Yeah, it's just cam girls out the ass, and then like us in the middle, like literally with this setup that you see behind <laughs> us for those of you watching video, like, and it's just like, all right, like now we're live on OnlyFans, you know? Like, I don't know, but I think it'd be pretty <laughs> funny to like announce that, especially if we do other when we do well when we do other stuff, you know, we can just tell people to subscribe to our OnlyFans because that's yeah, definitely. I don't you know, have like the OF logo at the top of all our videos and shit too get people wondering like what the fuck are these guys doing off cam like yeah because well, I, I, I pay for this i know we talked about going live on like facebook and youtube but i was kind of like fuck it i think only fans would actually be funnier <laughs> you know? Uh, maybe that's what you know the fucking navy digital ambassador should be doing man is just get on only fans dude and perform his drag shows there, there. You yeah you want to talk about reaching an audience there you go yeah, but those people have to pay. If they're trying to get in the military, they ain't got no money in the That's first place. True. That's the whole point. That's what got me. Yeah, same. That and not going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both got in some 
precarious legal situations where we highly encouraged to go to the military at a very young age. Maybe you know? that's what it is too now. Maybe people just get slapped on the wrist too much and there's no like Could actual be. repercussions. Like used to, it used to be a very fucking common thing. It was like join the military or go to jail. Like yeah, that was a very because that's that's how uh, that's how judge I mean remember uh well the judge for the justice of the peace down the road or whatever. Um he um that's how he was man. and he was a non bit. Oh, and okay. he was like straight up and like my recruiter came and was like, yeah, dude, like he's like enlisted, like he's just delayed, like we're just waiting to ship that him out. That was the same shit that happened to me. I was, yeah. I got in trouble seven days before I was supposed mm-hmm. to leave. <laughs> and so he was just like, if you do this to this kid, like it's going to ruin like his military career. And he was like, is he going? Yeah, and yeah. They're like, like, is he yes. really, is he really fucking going? Yeah. yeah. And dude, I went and I didn't, basically didn't come back for a fucking decade. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good. But sometimes that good old boy shit works, you know? True. Sometimes. When it's in the right hands. Yeah, yeah. But I felt like that was a good judge, though. And, like, I don't know, it wasn't... I feel like both of us became better people for what we did. Sure. We, so, I mean, we definitely became, like, independent. Yeah. And not as fucking stupid. Well, that is. I'll speak for myself. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Have you watched our reels? <laughs> Dude, I was, I'm sorry, man. I keep seeing those YouTube comments come in. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, half these people are fucking idiots. The other half are cool. Yeah, I like to think the cool ones actually subscribe to our shit. You know I, would, I, mean? I would think so. Well, I don't know. Maybe the haters do too, and they just want to watch all our shit and downvote us and talk shit. But could whatever. be. We're getting remixed on fucking Instagram. Keep now. on commenting, motherfuckers. <laughs> but uh, let, let's talk about this fucking Illinois in yeah, yeah, the cash so, bail. Yeah, sorry, man. I'm, I'm cutting you off. I know you got a couple <laughs> talking good, points. Man. All right, so it's Illinois ends cash bail. Yeah, what is so, this? So Illinois is going to be the first state in the country to eliminate the cash bail system. So, you know, like traditionally, whenever you would get arrested, you'd go to jail and they would be like, depending on what you did, but it's 10% of your total fine. So they'd be like, all right, you got a $5,000 bail, pay or five, yeah, pay $500 and you can get out and you just got to show up. If you used a bail bondsman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you could just front the straight up cash and like avoid all of that and do your own thing, right? If you can get... If you can, like, if you can afford it, that and if you're able to, like, sometimes I don't know, sometimes all that shit's kind of different. Like, sometimes they'll be in a situation where they won't let you do it. You have to go through a bail as bondsman. Oh, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I don't that's know like if that's forcing. entirely legal, but I, I think it, that I think that kind of depends on the fucking county you're in. Yeah. But anyway, probably how it rolled in Illinois for a while. <laughs> probably fucking so. Because I think Texas, you can just straight up just like front up, like you can just sack up your own like money bag and be like. Well, that's how most drug dealers would do it because they would be like, call their baby mom and be like, yo, beat down this wall. I got 20K in this fucking. Get my ass out of here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll deal with this shit later. Mm -hmm. All right, man. So what's what's the big problem with uh, the Illinois ending cash bails? Well, the reason why they ended it is because people were saying that it was racist. Care to take a guess on how Um, that makes any sense or why people would say that? Is this a loaded question? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, uh, I don't understand how that could be perceived as racist. Because, which, again, isn't to, all- to say that it's racist is racist. Because their argument is... So, it's like an equation. Don't they just cancel out? No, to... <laughs> I don't know. It's the the pot calling the kettle black. Like if you balance an equation, you got a racist on one side and racist <laughs> on another. Like they cancel each other out, zero, out. right? <laughs> no, it just becomes reverse racism. Oh fuck. Yeah, then you got it. I don't know. I'm not good at math, but uh, racism. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so they were saying that they were basically 
demeaning minorities and saying that they don't have money to bail themselves out and only white people can afford to bail themselves out. Therefore, we should end cash bail. That was the fucking argument. I. All right. So they're saying it's racist. What against blacks there, because they don't have money to yeah, bail themselves out? That's their out? argument. Have they never met a like? Have they not been to a fucking trailer park? Yeah. Like, have they not yeah. been to a fucking meth den? Like, well, like my thing is like you know I think we talked about it on like a previous episode like fucking weeks and weeks ago. Um, you know, I, as far as like you know the demographic that is doing the best like financially is actually Asian Americans. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the the medium household income for them is like I think it's like ten or fifteen thousand dollars more than the medium household income for whites. And then it goes through your various demographics below yeah. that. So but Asians hold themselves to all their family. They hold themselves to a higher standard. Typically. I would have said that initially until that stop Asian hate movement happened. Like, cause then they made it like a social issue on them. Like prior to that, yeah, you didn't hear shit out of them, dude. Like they came over here, they worked their fucking ass they off. They became fucking doctors. They fucking be- mathematicians. Put their kids through fucking college. They opened fucking businesses. They shut the fuck up. They did it right. Like they played by the fucking rules. Yeah, you didn't hear shit, dude. And then when everyone started getting all social justice warrior, like what fucking three years ago? Yeah. Right, and all these various movements started coming out, which we're still fucking hearing about all goddamn day. When the Stop Asian Hate movement fucking happened, I was like, "Fuck!" Not not the ones, not the entrepreneurs that came over and like really fucking did it right, but it's probably their children that were like fucking spoiled brats in college and shit like that, like trying to make a thing out of something. Was there cases of like fucking Asians being attacked and shit during COVID? Sure, absolutely. No one can deny it. But it wasn't like some global fucking pandemic and shit that was happening. Well, man, I actually... That probably just pissed off like fucking a million people right there, you know? I I think that the stop Asian hate thing was perpetrated by white people. I think the Asians didn't really fucking start much of that shit. True, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like... The same thing with fucking Native Americans. And Black Lives Matter? Yeah, all of that shit, it's fucking idiotic white people that start that shit, and they want to play, ooh, social justice hero, save the fucking day, whenever the actual people that they're fighting for are like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, so to loop it back around to the Illinois ends cash bail like topic, man, like I would bet my left nut the proprietors of that legislation are not even minorities. I'm sure, yeah, it's probably fucking white people. The ones bitching about it are yeah. not minorities. You know? And that seems to be that that seems to be more common than not at this point. Now, do I think bail gets a little excessive? Sure. I mean, like, do I think it's a goddamn cash grab money scam? Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's just state but shaking sh- you down. But I should have the option to bail myself out of jail yeah. and get out of there. Yeah, and maybe maybe some of it should be regulated a little better where it's more like, I don't know, applicable to the individual, maybe their income and stuff. I mean, like, for example, like you get a guy who gets like... That's hung- a good idea. Yeah, the guy gets hung up on a fucking DUI, honest to fucking God, you know, normal fucking Joe, right? Not selling drugs, not doing any crazy shit, whatever. You know, he makes 50K a fucking year. I don't know. Why should he be... Why should fucking Pelosi's husband have to pay that same amount of money? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I don't know. But then that that ushers in, like, some aspect of socialism. That is true. Because then, why am I being punished for making more money? This is also probably the reason why you and I do not hold political office. (laughs) Like, you know? Because we're just like... Yet. (laughs) Keep subscribing and liking, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Because we are moving on up. (laughs) Like the fucking Jeffersons in here. So, I I don't know. But, like, I mean, you you did strike, you know, a chord with that, um, you know, statement saying, you know, typically... 
when there's a social movement, the individuals representing that social movement are not a part of, you know, the victims, like, yeah. you know, the demographics being like represented and stuff, you know, and that is the most annoying shit I've ever seen in my life. Interesting enough, the Unabomber actually wrote about that in his manifesto. Oh, yeah. Industrial Society in his future. Yeah. And uh, he actually talked about like the white liberals were like the cause, like basically essentially the root cause of a lot of problems that we see today. They're like the main shit starters. Oh, yeah. He shitted on liberals hardcore in that book. It's good. I mean, it's only like 100 pages. And the fucked up part is like they painted him as being crazy and like scary and like all. I mean, obviously, like he was a domestic terrorist. (laughs) Sure. Right. Like, you know, bombing airliners, universities, (laughs) all this shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Killing people, maiming people for life. Reason why he went to prison for the rest of his life. Absolutely cannot disagree with that (laughs) anymore. You know, but when you read his literature. That man was not crazy. I think it should make sense. He was not insane. Yeah. But he was a big um he was a big environmental activist. That's why he started that shit originally, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. he was like against big business and like Wait, he tar- industrialization yeah. kind of any like- business that basically just fucked up the earth. He was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna attack these fucking people. So he attacked it like or attacked like uh, CEOs like companies. He attacked yeah. like professors at universities, you know, that taught shit on like, say, like, I don't know, forestry, like logging, for example, or like oil natural gas and stuff mm. like that yeah so he was a, like he was pretty much a hippie yeah in a way yeah he was yeah. a hippie <laughs> i mean we can go down the unibomber story <laughs> and stuff that was actually a point that i try, i think i tried to make like fucking seven episodes ago <laughs> like but uh you want to talk about it for a second might as well we got time yeah fuck it what are we in 30 minutes he was a terrorist yeah we got time hippie terrorist yeah man so uh, he was a smart kid I mean, well, how much do you know about the Unabomber? I don't know very much about him. I know basically what I've said is about what I know about him already. So, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, so, uh, young kid, I think he grew up. Uh, fuck, I'm trying to remember. Damn, we'll say the 50s, but I'm, I might be wrong on that. Um, very intelligent, very intelligent. Like, so he got accepted to Harvard at the age of 16. Oh shit! That's how smart he was. He was a goddamn prodigy. Yeah. So this is before fucking computers. It's before like cell phones, any of that bullshit, right? Okay. Like this dude did it on his own. Okay. And he gets there and, you know, he's basically instantly ostracized because he's a child. Yeah. Yeah. And like all these other people walking around like 20 years old, 21, like, what's 22. Up, nerd. Yeah. Pussy pushing him in a locker and shit, you know? And he was bullied a lot, like as a kid. Like he did not have a good childhood and stuff, right? And, um, was well, parents mean to him too? Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember, just, man. Just in school. Uh, no, I don't think his parents were like all that fucked up towards him. I think they just were like, "Hey, you're weird." You're like, "What's your problem, dude?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> like because he had a brother that was close to his age and stuff, right? Oh, okay. You know, and his brother like turned out completely normal. His brother was like, "You think you're better than me?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fucking him up and shit, you know. But um, so yeah, he goes to Harvard at like 16 or whatever, man, and um. You know, he's studying and he's studying, I believe it was mathematics. Mm. And um, so and he's doing extremely well. But the fucked up part is, is he gets roped into the MK Ultra program, <laughs> which kind of brings us into a flash forward. Uh, well, I don't know, forecasting, uh, foreshadowing, sorry, foreshadowing. Uh, for our next episode, which is going to be over conspiracy theories. We've been promising that for a minute. So that's going to come up. But um, anyway, so he literally falls like almost like 
in love i don't say in love you know how like students will admire infatuated yeah with like a professor right it's just like this is the person i want to be like you know like i model myself after this individual which is totally normal which is how a lot of professors end up fucking students right yeah they get up to that power yeah yeah. kind of happened at our local university not too long ago (laughs) anybody with half a brain can google that and figure out that story (laughs) so like uh that made national news (laughs) so uh Damn, that dude fucked up, dude. He <laughs> fucked up. But anyway, so uh, so yeah, so the Unabomber, you know, is like listen to it was a psychology professor, right? And I believe the f- professor was actually a psychiatrist, like a medical doctor. Okay. And he was the liaison to the CIA for the MK Ultra project at Harvard. So administering LSD to students. Unsuspecting. Unsuspecting. Right. So he created this whole like experiment and made the Unabomber feel like Ted's Ted Kaczynski, like, made him feel that he was special, right? It's like, oh, like, I'm handpicking you. Yeah, yeah. Like, he would smoke cigarettes with him, like, in the prestigious circles. You were different from them. Yeah, you're different than them. And then he would get him into the room, and it would just be Ted in a chair. And they would, like, literally, like, clockwork orange, like, tie his hands down, tie his leg down, right? They'd have him hooked up to electrodes, monitoring his heart, his brain wave activity, all Mm -hmm. this other shit. And they would just cook this motherfucker's brain with LSD. And then they started fucking with him. They'd make him watch, like, super graphic, like, videos and shit. Like... Like violence and sex and stuff. War videos, violence, sex, like all kinds of shit and stuff. And they would just monitor like how he would react, <laughs> right? And then they started really fucking with him. And they were like, they made up letters that weren't real letters mm-hmm. that his mom allegedly, in quotations, sent to the psychiatrist that was like fucking running this program talking about how I never loved my son. Oh shit. Like he was like, yeah, he like betrayed, like basically turned him against his entire family and stuff. And then like the experiments would be over and they'd be like, okay, you okay. And they would just go back to acting like normal. <laughs> you okay champ. And then, yeah, dude. And this went on for fucking years, dude. And they just fried this fucking dude's brain, dude. Anyway, he graduated, he like graduates from Harvard and eventually I believe he actually ended up getting his PhD. And then he ends up teaching at university. Now, this is where it gets a little fuzzy for me because I can't quite remember, but I want to say they became a professor at either Harvard or Stanford, if I remember right. And he taught like advanced like mathematics. Mm. So he was not a fucking idiot by any means, right? And He's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. He was like literally a genius. Like he was like published, like he changed like apparently like some like mathematical laws and stuff like that. And was just like, hey, like, you know, like I'm good at what I do, right? <laughs> and uh so apparently this is all like a front for him to get the money to live the lifestyle he wanted. Which was to be a fucking hermit. Right? Yeah, to be a hermit. So he had, him and his brother had bought some land in rural, like, middle of Bofuck, Egypt, Montana. Like, mm-hmm. no electricity, no running water, and they built a cabin. Okay? I love Montana. Montana's <laughs> beautiful. I love yeah, it. Have you been to Billings? Uh, I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it because, like, Montana is so barren and there's, like, nothing there. And then when you get over, like, the hills, well, it's, it's like, actual city. And then it's crazy. You can just yeah. see, like, the sprawling city, like, out of nowhere. It's amazing. And the people there are so nice. Oh, yeah, they are. So nice. I mean, they're basically Canadians. And they don't have fucking, um, they don't have sales tax, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that it's being plus. a thing because they all, they all <laughs> bragged about it everywhere I went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, cool. I like it. I get down with that. I went to the Dollar Tree and everything was legitimately 99 cents. <laughs> 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 but um so anyway the unibomber ends up living in this cabin 
Like he quits his teaching job. Like so he, he teaches long enough to get his money straight. Gets his nest egg. Yeah, he gets a little nest egg and then he just disappears for years, years and years. Right? And then he just gets pissed. And he just starts writing on a fucking typewriter. <laughs> and everything he bought was bought like at garage sales. Like it was like cash. Oh, so like no tra- there was no shit. trace. No trace. He had receipts. no phone. Yeah, he had no phone, no electricity, no running water, nothing. Like he was literally off the fucking grid, dude. And in college, he had studied a little, little chemistry. He took that further, like in his private studies. And he learned how to make high powered explosives. And dude, he just started like mailing fucking bombs. But the <laughs> reason it took so long to fucking catch him is because obviously he lived this fucking hermit lifestyle. But he would get on a bus from Montana and he would change buses throughout the trip. Mm-hmm. But essentially he would get on a bus from Montana and then he would go to San Francisco, California. How fucking long that takes? What do you think? 20 hours? Probably, dude. Bus Buses suck. Yeah, dude. Like <clears throat> easily. And he would wear like masks. Like he would have fake, like a fake beard or a fake mustache, like sunglasses, like a hat, like all, all this shit, like a wig, everything. And he would go down to like the Bay Area and then he would just drop them in like the blue box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he would just be like, boop, there you go. And then it would fucking get to wherever it needed to go and then it'd blow up. <laughs> Not all of them were successful. He got better over time. Yeah. He started learning from his mistakes. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. But that's why like the FBI couldn't catch him, dude. And he was so meticulous. Like he never left like a fingerprint. Like there was no hair follicles, like nothing. Like he would like understood like forensics. And he yeah, was just yeah. like, all right, this is how we're fucking doing this, man. And uh, so eventually like he starts publishing his work. He's famous. And the infamous, like, fucking sketch of him comes out, which actually happens to look like one of Moses and I's best friends. <laughs> you know, or his driver's license photo. He looks just like the Unabomber. <laughs> like, uh, just without the sunglasses. <laughs> but uh, it's a running joke with that. And um, so anyway, he... Uh, he starts publishing his works, right? And he starts threatening people like, hey, like he's, he's sending them to like fucking newspapers and yeah. like magazines. Like if you don't publish my shit, I'm going to bomb X, Y, and Z. And the FBI is just freaking the fuck out. Like they have like hundreds of like fucking people on task force, like <laughs> been hunting this dude for a minute, dude. And um, so eventually he starts getting published, you know, and they're like, all right, like, cool. And what the fuck, ha- what the fuck else happened? So they looked at his writings and they were like, this guy speaks in a unique way. Oh, yeah. Like, he writes in a unique way, right? So, they literally... They got one of those fucking forensic uh, linguists and all that. Yeah, like, so here's the thing. is Prior to the Unabomber, that field of science did not exist. Oh, so they, they had to create that branch they specifically create, to catch This him. is where the story gets really interesting. Because he almost got off. He almost got acquitted of everything. And they were, like, super worried. They were like, fuck. If this dude walks, we'll never see him again. And he's going to come back like fucking hellfire and brimstone, yeah. dude. <laughs> like they were like legit scared. And uh, so they start analyzing. They're like, all right, this guy speaks uniquely. And there was a couple agents that were like, hey, this there might be something to this. It became this whole like pissing contest of turning this into like something they could actually investigate. Right. They collaborate with universities. They get like professors who specialize in languages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, absolutely. This is a thing. Like, yeah. we, we've been talking about it for years, but no one be- really believes us. So they create a linguistic forensic analysis or analysis. Mm-hmm. And um, they literally write up this whole fucking thing. And that's it, like in their search warrant, they finally are like, okay, like we figure out like who this guy is. They published it. And they like basically published it across the entire country. And they're like, somebody out there has to recognize this writing. 
You know, like like if you write me a letter, I'm going to know that's from you. Yeah. I'll definitely know it's not from you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that shit happens like whenever somebody gets kidnapped or killed and the other person just steals their phone and tries mm-hmm. to like text their relatives about it. And they'll be like, we knew that wasn't them because they don't talk like they don't talk the same. Sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, so they send this shit. They publish this shit like all across the entire country. And fucking, of course, thousands of people are like, my ex-boyfriend's a yeah, Unabomber. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my ex-husband, like, whatever. Like, fucking my landlord. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, anybody. But, um, <laughs> so they just start knocking on every fucking door of everyone who calls, man. And then eventually, like, the agent that was, like, trying to, like, push for that uh, linguistic analysis uh, initially, he knocks on the door of Ted's, like, Ted's brother, essentially. And he was like, hey. Uh, yeah, that sounds exactly like my brother. And <laughs> he turned over personal letters because his brother would just write letters because, I mean, he had no form of communication. Oh, true. So that was his only, yeah, that yeah. was the only way to get So he turned over hundreds of letters to the FBI. He was like, if this is him, he's like, I want to know. And they ana- like they analyzed all of it, and they were like, absolutely. And they they can fucking trace like if you write your O's different or your mm-hmm. E's a certain way, like they'll match that shit up yep. too. Yep. And uh, so they eventually were like, yeah, like we can tell with like a high confidence this is your brother. Yeah. So in the search warrant, like you know they they quoted like, hey, like this basically made up science, which turned out to be a real science. Um, we used it to get you. And so they go and they get a search warrant for the cab and they find him. <laughs> and they immediately arrest his ass and the first thing he wants to see is a fucking search warrant and he reads it and he's just like this is bullshit and then the FBI is just like fuck me he's like I don't even have an address like what the fuck yeah <laughs> yeah and so um, there's actually a really cool show called the Unabomber or whatever like on Netflix or whatever it's called Manhunt Unabomber but uh, so the agent like in the show at least uh the agent that arrested him and like did all the work basically goes in there to interview him and it's just like we got you and they start he starts slapping down photos of like all this evidence he's like we're gonna bury you in fucking prison all this other <laughs> shit and then dude like ted kaczynski just fucking shatters this dude like in a minute like straight up just like brings him to his knees and he's just like so like i see all of this evidence allegedly against me blah 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 and he was like but i'm looking at the search warrant and he's like I see here you quote, you know, forensic linguistic analysis. And he was like, but I've never heard of that. He was like, none of my, like none of my colleagues have. He's like, I can't find any literature over it. He was like, so I'm just wondering, where did you get your PhD? Where did you get your master's? Did you even get a bachelor's degree or associates? What schooling have you Yeah, he was like, where's your official training? And then he's Mm -hmm. just like, I don't have to prove I'm innocent. He's like, I just had to prove you're incompetent. And then they're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, he blew the lid. And so, anyway, I know it's getting, like, a long-ass story. I just, I just love the story. It's a, it's, a, it's a great story. I mean, because it spanned, like, 20 years. Yeah. If I remember right, like, roughly. Um, so, eventually, like, they get his ass in court, and he's like, yo, I might actually be able to beat this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, which would have been, like, the most gangster fucking move ever, dude. You know what I mean? Like, walking away from that shit. Like, yeah. God dang it. Especially when everyone knows he did that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, uh, so, uh, he realizes, like, his counsel that's supposed to be defending him, which is a public defender, because he has no money at oh, this yeah. point, right? You already use it to take mm-hmm. bus trips. And shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, buying explosive precursors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he realizes his counsel is basically working against him. Because, like, everyone knows he's guilty as fuck. And, like, this guy is, like, truly evil, right? Yeah, And he's yeah. like, hey, this guy has to go to fucking prison. So he fires his fucking counsel. And he's like, I'll defend myself. 
And he actually has like a good He's fucking like, the case. The only person that's got my back is me. <laughs> yeah, he actually had like a good case and shit, dude. But the judge stepped in and deemed him insane. Oh. Criminally insane. And that's so then how, he couldn't defend himself. He couldn't defend and, himself. And they buried his ass in fucking prison for life, dude. So they they fucking, they were like, one way or the other, motherfucker, you're going down. Mm-hmm. Like they bet, like he didn't stand, like he had no chance. I mean, did they do the right thing in the end? Sure. Yeah, because he was like, he. But their tactics were a little fucking shady, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? So it kind of makes you wonder, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm always, I mean, dude, we talked about it so many times on the podcast, like questioning the government, like always double checking their shit and stuff. Yeah. I mean, how far away is that from like, oh, we can just weaponize our fucking, I don't know, allegedly <laughs> Department of Justice <laughs> against like citizens mm-hmm. and, you know, just make up some fucking bullshit and then, you know, like, throw someone in the cage. Is, what if bin Laden would have been in that situation? Do you mm-hmm. think they would have just said, fuck you? Well, first of all, well, <laughs> I don't know if you really want to go down the Bin Laden track, man. We got what? Yeah. 15 minutes we'll, left. We'll probably need to save that for, for another time. All right. I'll give a uh, some foreshadowing. How about that? All right. Keep we it simple. Short synopsis. Short synopsis. Yeah. Uh, we did not kill Bin Laden. No. No. You really think the most wanted man in the world, you'll never see a legitimate photograph of his body. Right. I mean, there was photographs, but it was all like stage bullshit. You could clearly tell. Dude, just like the fucking Hitler shit. Yeah. And like, oh, dude, that that, next episode, we're actually talking (laughs) about that in our conspiracy episode, dude. Um, But the thing is, is like the most wanted fucking man in the world, you quote unquote, kick his body into the ocean because you don't want someone to build a shrine in his memory. Like that makes no sense. Fuck that. So here's the thing. When we caught Saddam, what the fuck did we do? We hung oh, yeah. that motherfucker. That was, and all, it was a live television. Yeah, I dude. watched that video. That shit was <laughs> yeah, cool. I was dude. like, yeah, get him. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we fucking killed him. And like, honestly, the fact that like <laughs> all these like Navy SEALs allegedly from like SEAL Team 6 came forward and wrote all these books. Yeah. When the fuck? Yeah. When it was still super classified. When the fuck have you ever seen someone from the military talk about shit like that? Never. Because your ass is going to fucking prison if you mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just think it was all like bullshit. I think he died. Yeah. We might have got lucky and bombed the shit out of a cave somewhere yeah, or some yeah. crap. You know, or maybe we just said fuck it eventually. He had I to mean, at this die. point, he's got to be dead anyway. He's old. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was old when he did that shit. Yeah. So I just think we just took credit, man. Probably. You know? So I don't we, know. We needed a win. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, man! All right, like uh, I'm trying to remember. Like I know we do our shit unscripted, man, but we have like talking points and stuff. But there was what? It was a uh, big pharma you wanted to talk about, right? You had something you wanted to go on about? Yeah, big pharma? Those, I'm always ready to shit on those motherfuckers, man. Yeah, because if we go down the Bin Laden fucking rabbit hole, we're gonna be here for another 45 minutes. All right, I'm like Alex Jones, damn. Bin there. Laden, big pharma, they coincide. <laughs> it's all fucking connected, man. All right, tell me what's up, man. What's your beef with big pharma right now, man? <sighs> so. Those motherfuckers, they made $215 billion in profit last year, but only paid 3% taxes. Now, the average tax percentage is about 21%. So, somehow, care to take a guess how they get away with that shit? How do you- There's multiple, multiple ways and reasons that they do get away with this. I don't even know where to fucking begin, dude. So like I mean I ha- I mean you're talking about American companies right yeah yeah all American all American companies. <laughs> like in quotations yeah, American yeah. companies right they supposedly offer yeah. well they 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 op they like to operate in America but they have offshore bank accounts so oh sure man that's that's one of the ways they circumvent paying taxes 
So they just put that shit like in the Cayman Islands or something like that. Yeah, and the Caribbean, fucking multiple places in Europe, basically anywhere where they can't be fucking penalized and taxed from our government. And how the fuck do we not have fucking laws that stops this shit? Because those people will profit off of that. Because guess who the number two lobbyist is in America? It's fucking Big Pharma. God damn it, dude. So, <laughs> But here's the fucking problem, ladies and gentlemen. If you get $600 or more in your fucking cash app, oh, you're yes. the fucking enemy, right? Yes. Fuck that, dude. Y'all guys they'll, need to start voting. They'll treat you like the goddamn Unabomber. You get 650 in the cash app, <laughs> you're going down. It'd be a fucking team of 100 agents fucking trying to dude, string yeah. this shit together. Kick red yarn. Door. Yeah, they don't know who... Shoot the, your dog. Yeah, they don't know who the fuck left that coke in the White House. But 600 on your cash app, you're going down. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> what do we live in? God damn. It's the hypocrisy of it all, you know? That's yeah, what fucking pisses insane. me off. But yeah, they they always want to look out for the little guy, a.k.a. squash your goddamn brains in. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's what pisses me off is there's no equality. Yeah, man. Like, it and, would be cool, like... Because that, that's, that's a stroke of a pen. You could stop that. Yeah, yeah. And they're like... Ugh! But it doesn't uh, benefit them to stop that. It benefits them to let it go. Yeah, yeah dude. Fucking and the lobby, like they can spend, like any, like they can spend six million dollars in order to save fifty million dollars. Well, that's like so, uh, that's like the Purdue Pharma shit with Oxycontin stuff we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Like they 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 profited. They made profit legit, clean and clear, eleven billion dollars off selling like Oxy, basically mm-hmm. slow release heroin. Yeah. To the American people, right? And then they just paid a fine in an agreement to not have to be fucking prosecuted. <laughs> like, they get immunity yeah. from prosecution of $6 billion. So these motherfuckers, these cocksuckers, for lack of better terms, like, walk away with $5 billion profit. Yeah. They fucking won. They fucking won, dude. I think every motherfucking legislator that let that shit happen should be fucking hung in the streets, dude. I mean... You got, like, I'm sure they have family members that got addicted to that shit. Yeah, I mean, I know that was more, like, in the courts and stuff like that, but, I mean, I'm just, like, the legislators that, like, allow that type of practice yeah. to still continue. Like, fucking... And then they want to get pissed about fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they're not making the money. Or they'll be like, orange man bad, he wants to build a wall, wall bad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, fuck. Okay, here we go, right? Yeah. But, like, you cocksuckers sure as fuck get on the nipple of that fucking big pharma fucking teat, you know? Oh, yeah. Every day, man. I mean, can you really blame them? I mean, I guess, like, at that fucking point, but at the same... I mean, you definitely hold them fucking accountable, but I'm just saying, when you start seeing that many zeros behind a one... I mean, the majority of people are going to turn a blind and die and take yeah. that cash. Yeah, for so, fucking sure, dude. But it's still bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit because we're not in on it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, this man. This message I mean, sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> we should start making fake Pfizer commercials like in our show and shit. You know? Oh, man. Yeah, that's a fast track getting sued. True. Yeah, I think you probably actually could get sued over that. Probably if we had like just... <laughs> Have it in a very positive manner, but just show like drug addicts, <laughs> like our intro. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like people nodding out, like yeah. right after like Trump giving like a MAGA speech or whatever. <laughs> it's like make America great again. And it's like crackheads falling out in the street. <laughs> I don't know. I just like the duality. I, like, I I enjoy making fun of like hypocrisy and shit like that. I really do. It's so easy. Well, it's like one so of those easy. things. If you don't make fun of it, you get fucking pissed off about it. So True. it's better to laugh than to dwell on it. <laughs> Me and you just sitting in a fucking cabin in Montana. Yeah. Fucking thinking Writing about it. letters, typing on typewriters, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, for all of our intelligence community members in Virginia who have been listening to our show because we get it on a map based on your IP addresses, uh, that was a joke. 
clear as day, right? I haven't been to Montana in like three years, yeah. man. Calm down. Yeah, I just drove through there one time. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that map is kind of cool, though, where we can kind of see where people are lighting up and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those of you listening, we're totally kind of big in the UK. <laughs> And Malaysia. Malaysia. Of all fucking places, Malaysia. We love Malaysia. Shout out to Malaysians. Yeah, we're going to Malaysia. We're going to do a live feed on our OnlyFans from Malaysia. Yes. We're looking for people to interview. So if you're an interesting Malaysian, let us know. We go to Dublin. Dublin's cool. Brussels. Those guys are cool. Paris. Nah, fuck Paris. Yeah, fuck Paris, man. They're crazy. Are these motherfuckers still riding? I don't know. Yeah. I've never been a fan of... They're always riding, though. They are. Always pissed off about something. Yeah, with their trucks and knives because they don't have guns. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, man. Uh, I think of the guns. <laughs> yeah, where, where are we going? Where are we going with this? Zuckerberg. <laughs> Speaking he of guns. Zuck- well, yeah, he's another total there's a way to, of hypocrisy. There's a way to connect this, and I'm trying to like follow you here. So, but, uh, what the fuck Zuckerberg, does Zuckerberg has spent $43 million on his own personal personal security detail in the past three years. Oh, shit. But yet, he's also donated $5.5 million in the past two years to liberal anti-police campaigns, basically defund the police organizations. So, again, which the... Um, what is the governor of uh, Chicago? What is her name? Oh, fuck, uh, dude. You put Light, me on the Lightweight. Lightfoot. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, well, she was the mayor of Chicago. Mayor. That's, yeah. yeah. She does the same exact shit. Really? She has a multi million dollar security detail, but yet she was all for defunding the police. That's because like some just, Oprah Winfrey shit. Just, yeah, because again, the Jesus elites, Christ. they love they love fucking anarchy, but they still have their goddamn castles with their security guards and their like armed guards and stuff. Do you think it's because? I mean, what what do you think the reason for that is? Because it seems like they try to stoke divisiveness and like issue. They keep perpetuating like these social issues when really most of them, honestly, truly don't really exist. Like if you just go and talk to like the dude down the street and stuff, yeah. it's a normal fucking person. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, like, in your face, like, not screaming. It's just like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, have a great day. Especially down where we live in the South. Like, everyone waves at people when you drive by, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... If you don't wave, you're like, oh, well, that guy was yeah. an asshole. <laughs> like, if, if your car breaks down the side of the road, you're going to have fucking 10 people at stop yeah, you and really ask will. if you're going to, like, yeah. need help. You Man or I mean? woman, like, it doesn't matter. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, I don't know. I feel like, at least me personally, I feel like the, like these, I don't even want to call them elitists. They're just rich cocksuckers, right? Um, so, these rich cocksuckers, I just feel like they figured out a way to make money off of all this shit. Well, it's like, and I think it's all centered around money. Personally. Yeah, it go and it's like it goes to the same like united we stand, divided we fall. It's easier yeah. to rule people who are in fucking division. Whereas if you're unified, you have a stand, you have a leg to stand on. Versus, yeah. it's easier to just control people that are fucking mindlessly pissed off about shit that doesn't even affect them and has nothing to do with them in the first place. Sure, yeah. and I'm assuming. I mean. I don't know. I'm sure you could fucking sell them shit easier. That's probably what it boils down to. Yeah, like support this cause. Yeah. Like, here's the fucking link to my merch shop. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, how many times you fucking see that shit? Just like goddamn Oprah Winfrey and The Rock oh made that commercial God. about asking people to donate money to the fires in Maui. Yeah, dude. Like, like if I, they gave a goddamn, they could donate some of their millions. I remember you, like, telling me about that, dude. And then I was like, I was like, all right. I, I actually completely forgot about it. And then it came up in my feed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's the most cringiest shit in the world, dude. 
They're like, like they're literally trying to guilt trip the average American into donating money yeah. to some shit whenever they have more have more money than they know what to do with. Yeah, dude, and like. It's kind of funny. I mean, like, I know we, well, we made a fucked up reel about that. It wasn't fucked up. It was. <laughs> Sorry, it pissed some people off. Oprah started the fire. <laughs> we didn't start the fire, but Oprah did. Oprah did. Uh, according to Dumpster Diaries podcast, uh, according to that, uh, yeah, Oprah started the fires in Maui to uh, eradicate the homeless population. Now, I'm not saying she was out there with a can of gas. But I'm not saying she wasn't. But she definitely didn't stop it from no. happening. Yeah. <laughs> she could have funded oh helicopters to scoop water out of the ocean and dump it on there. How is that short doing anyway? Good. Good. Yeah, all of us have been doing good like here lately. People love man. it. Yeah. People want the truth. They want the truth. They're tired of bullshit. <laughs> they want the truth. They want answers. They need answers. I like how we put a little bit of truth and then we'll just sprinkle some shit in there, you know? And it's like you have to have half a brain to fucking know. But like if you don't. But by doing it that way, that creates more conversation. That creates people doing their own <clears> research, <throat> and it sparks more. Like more people learn that way. Well, that's a if you just spit a straight fact, the average person isn't going to care and isn't going to pay attention. But if you do say something knowledgeable and then say something either like comical or weird, people are like, "Wait, is that true?" And then they're actually going to fucking look it up themselves. Yeah. Well, that's always like been our goal. Like you and I have talked about this like off camera like a lot. Like you know, people just. You know, they don't even watch like full length videos. I mean, you can look at like how many views we've had like on our shorts and reels. It's insane compared to the amount of people <laughs> who actually watch the episodes. Yeah, it's like 98.9% <laughs> views on the reels, but like 002 on the long form yeah, content. Like, it's like, so the people who actually watch these videos, like all four of you, we're the ones, you know, we're making this for you guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, and by the way, like if you want, like, you know, get the hookup when we come out with merch and stuff like that, man, you can always just email us straight up, like off our page, man. Like you guys, I mean, there's only like four of you like i said or just comment that shit yeah and we'll, we'll see fucking faster. we'll send you i don't know you cool we'll send like a t-shirt some stickers we'll some shit like send that them something yeah we'll give them something it's man. in the works it's in the works <laughs> but at least like um other like going back to the fire shit like oh, sorry other, yeah, like, I, like, I just rambled other shit. people were like like one comedian i don't remember his name the bald guy he's on the show with fucking bert the other guy the good oh, guy tom segura yeah tom segura he yeah. he like he made t-shirts and he was like all all proceeds go to the fire he at least fucking offered people something like genuinely like legit yeah like it was like a charity kind yeah of thing? yeah oh yeah. no shit mm -hmm. damn he's a good dude dude yeah he, like his shit's cool and yeah. i mean he's he's raised a lot of money and doing it that way is fair like people get something in return like absolutely i get the fact of like donating for what well, like that's cool but if you're in a position like if you have a large audience instead of just asking people like pandering begging give them something you have the fucking money to fund it like make it an enjoyable experience for everyone and sure. it helps people and builds that community it helps you out also well when i see people like pandering like that man like i just think it's bullshit i you do know? too and it like, pisses me it's off a scam. and i just immediately click off of that shit and i we, yeah true absolutely and like where i saw that man was like when the fucking blm was asking for fucking money Oh yeah, and then now all that shit's really starting to come out because we Candace do not have enough time to talk about that. Yeah, but yeah it is I like, just wanted to kind of end on that, dude. Yeah. Like that's eighty million dollars that fucking disappeared, dude. And like, what was it? Like their top three guys, like they got fucked up by the FBI over that shit. They did because they were like buying houses and cars. And yeah, like, staying literal in, like, mansions and shit. Oh, yeah. 
quick thing. <laughs> I, was, I was watching a snippet of uh, Candace, her documentary on that is called Black Lives Matter, The Greatest Lie Ever Told. Yeah. yeah. So she it's walks up name. to the leader of like the, the main person in uh, it. And she lives in a gated community with house with a gate on it. Security guards oh, and for shit. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so oh, Candace yeah. walks up there with her camera crew. She's like peeking through the gate and she sees a somebody. I, I'm assuming it's like a gardener or somebody that's paid doing work over there. Yeah. And she's like, hey, you have a moment to talk? And the person starts turning around and walks. And then Candace is like, all I see is that worker and the dog. And she's like, it's a lab. And she's like, even the lab isn't black. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that was one crooked organization, dude. Yeah. Scamming. <laughs> Scamming, as always.